Welcome to Cax Bar and Podcast, Canada's first podcast bar. What that means is you can come here for food, you can come here for drinks, you can also come here and record a podcast. Come on down, we're located in downtown Calgary, Alberta in the Beltline area. See you soon. All right, and we're rolling. I'm here today with uh, Shiraz, Sebastian, and Zach. They're with the YYC Real Estate uh, uh, Podcast Show. It's on available on YouTube, uh, audio, Spotify, Apple, everywhere. Yeah, everywhere, Spotify, Apple, TikTok, TikTok, Facebook, everywhere. Awesome. Uh, yeah, actually, some you guys, you guys uh, tell the audience uh, about about yourself. Just give a quick, quick little, uh, quick little more better better intro than what I just did. <laughs> no, no worries at all. We do uh, once a week real estate update for everyone out there just on what's happening in the real estate market every seven days and after that we center around a very casual conversation with a guest normally we have a guest on so anyone yyc um, usually so promote them what they're doing help each other keep the networking going so it's been really exciting we've enjoyed it and uh that brought us even here Shiraz, so why are you wearing sunglasses inside <laughs> Uh, because I'm on a couple hours sleep and if you're recording this, I don't know if you want to see the zombie eyes, but okay. uh, I uh, can take them off. Oh, no, put them back on. Yeah, put, put them back, back on. Jeez, uh, oh yeah, my. Jeez. Like, yeah. we're supposed to sell your company here, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so another point of the YYC Real Estate Show was to um, help people fall in love with their city again by bringing on a whole bunch of locals that, from art shows to like wine merchants, right? And. Uh, I think we've done a pretty good job so far at bringing on so many different characters. Yeah, we have, for sure. Like, oh, who, like who have you guys brought on so far that's been... Like, would you say your show is... Uh, obviously, it's real estate focused, but at the same time, there's like an entertainment factor to it? There is. And the reason why I wanted to make it the YYC real estate show and have YYC in the name is to have like the YYC guests and, and, and basically plug people that um, that we meet and we think could could be a good, a good guest, obviously. And um, we've had... Obviously, other agents, we're all realtors. We've had other agents. We've had mortgage brokers, but we've also had musicians and uh, trainers and, and, and local artists. And so we really try to obviously keep uh, keep the connections going in the city. So it's, we've met a lot of cool people and we've done a lot of good good episodes with those people. So And we've even learned a lot about people that we, we do know. Uh, we learned a lot about them um, by having them as guests on our show. So much stuff. Of people True. we've known for like a year and so many hidden talents we didn't even know some of our friends are assigned to record labels and things like that so yeah and how about yourself like tell us about <laughs> this very exciting first yeah. in canada yeah um, podcast bar so yeah i know um like the the cast bar and podcast show um it's like we're the first well we're first bar in canada to be a bar podcast and basically when me and my partner did this we there was four of us. Uh, I was the S in CAX. My business partner, Cass, is the K, and then we had two other partners. But, you know, in life, you know, as you progress through some things, uh, things don't work out. Uh, it ended up just being Cass and I. But, um, like, we thought this was already done. Like, I did, we did not know there was no other bar that didn't have a podcast out of it. Like, we literally thought, like, of course there was, you know, but we just wanted to do it too. And then, and then when we were incorporating, we ended up finding out, like, because they're like, are you a bar business or a podcast business? I was like, well, one business. They're like, oh. Oh, like, you know, that's unique. Like, we don't have that in the, uh, it, yeah, like in the database or whatever. So I guess you're the first one. And I was like, okay, fuck yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. And, and then, and, but it was funnier because when we were going for our liquor license with the AJLC, they're like, wait, what are you guys again? Like a podcast bar? And then um, I explained everything. And then she's like, so you want to get people hammered and then film them? <laughs> like, yeah. you know? And I was like, 
you know, when you word it like that, Not necessarily, but kind <laughs> yeah, of, you know, yeah. but that's, that's exactly what we do here. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I mean, I mean, committing to a bar is like a big, a big deal, right? Uh, like, yeah, how, yeah. like, how did you guys like, cause a podcast is one thing, right? But a bar is a whole another thing. Yeah, no, it's hard. Been, it's hard. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, like yeah. I, I don't sleep much. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm awake every day wondering, you know, trying to make the business grow. And obviously like everyone in the hospitality industry knows it's a, it's a small margin. Like you don't really do it to get rich right away unless, unless you really nail it. Yeah. But most people do this because it's, it's in many ways it's they, it's what they know. And then it was the next step after being a bartender or being a server or being, you know, like, and they do it because they also love it. Right. Cause mm -hmm. what other area of life are you paid to kind of hang out in a way? Yeah. You're working, but you're also hanging yeah. out. Like, oh, yeah. you yeah. know, like we, we've all, I, I used to have a, I used to work in an oil and gas company and I mean, I was miserable at it personally. And, and I remember like, that was like a super corporate environment. Like you, like you literally can't really be yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like at least in a bar, like, I think that's some like main, one of the main lines of work where you can like still like be yourself, you yeah, know, to a certain extent. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Like, I mean, I, in the back of my mind, I always knew I wanted to own a bar, but I'm not the brains behind the bar part. Like my partner is the, the, the restauranteur, if you will, he, he's, that's his wheelhouse. And then, and then what I brought to the table other than, uh, whatever, like financing stuff like that. It was like, it's like, uh, like this, like I, I love podcasting. This is what I want to do anyway. Like Shiraz and I were chatting about, cause he's like, Oh, I always want to do a podcast. Like a lot of people always want to do a podcast. Yeah, Podcasting's yeah. fun, like super fun, man. Like, right, you know, so yeah, I don't know. But, uh, so how did you guys start your show? Like, cause why, why would a real estate game need a podcast? Right? <laughs> well, we need to have a presence in social media nowadays as yeah. real estate agents. So, we want it to be a little different than just posting us in front of a house and talking for 30 seconds about the house. Yeah. So we thought this was a great way to give everyone a weekly update on what's happening. Because the biggest question we always get asked is, how's the market all the time? Yeah, right? yeah. So this way, it's a weekly update on what is happening. We talk about everything under the umbrella of real estate, um, market trends, interest rates, any news. We talk about current events as well. So it's not just, you know, tune in for that 10, 15 minutes of just real estate. There's also a lot of current yeah. events and what's happening around Alberta and, and Calgary, of course, mainly so, Calgary. So your show, is it almost like checking the news kind of like this is what's going on with real estate? Every yeah. like check out YOC real estate show. Check like, the first 10, 15 mm. minutes and it's your weekly update on what's happening. In, okay. And then the what? And then market. you said after the 10, 15 minutes, then it becomes more cash kind of like then then that's just you guys podcasting about life that's or, when or the, whatever. That's when the guest comes yeah. in. Um, like, like we always... We, we used to think that maybe we, we would do the market update and then we would have the guests come on after, but they just stay there and they hang out and we do our little update and we, we obviously, we want to plug ourselves. We have listings. We talk about our personal business. I mean, mm -hmm. the goal, the goal at the start of this was obviously like to get business and it's obviously turned into a, a very fun experience and whether we get a deal from it or not yet, um, it's still something we really, really want to do, yeah. but that's the goal. Like we, we want to be incorporated one day and, and be the YWSA real estate show and do deals from people that trust us from watching our show so you guys ever done a live deal on a podcast oh <laughs> uh, we've had we've had not live necessarily we, we have had things running through though like signing contracts and stuff and but yeah but the issue with that is we have to tread lightly we're governed yeah. under real estate council of alberta rica yeah, yeah so yeah. things like that True. and it's you know we're not even supposed to disclose sale prices unless we have written consent from the seller yeah. mm. so to take it a step further and actually live negotiate and discuss things it's a conflict of interest right it's, um we're kind of releasing 
sensitive information. Uh-huh. And unless ahead of time, both parties agreed to doing that, yeah. we wouldn't be allowed to just um, talk about a Dude, live deal. Because I just like, I just thought of an idea. I don't know, again, but it, I might not be able to happen, but I just imagine like, um, a podcast where you actually, or might be more like a reality show. I'm thinking now, where you like, could you imagine seeing two athletes actually like at the bargaining table, like for real, for real, like, and you see the actual, actual like numbers being thrown and the way they react and their demands and like, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think, no, I I mean, think that, that'd be insane. That'd be, that'd be super sick. But the thing about real estate is that offers are open, like left open for days, right? Mm. It's like the buyer has this much time to like accept the offer or whatnot, right? The only way I can imagine that like happening is that if we were like on a podcast and it was more like an auction kind of thing where it's like we have this great investment property, like do we have any buyers that want to come? Like that, that would have watching, to be live that are watching, that are watching live, live right yeah, now. Yeah. Like we have this property, this is like what we expect for like returns and whatnot. That could be the thing. But even then we have to be super careful with disclosing how much profit you could make because yeah. we're, we're with, uh, yeah, we were very... Yeah, but like every every rich rapper that ends up buying a house brags about like, all right, I made this much money and whatever, you know what I mean? So in the end, I'm yeah. kind of like, what was the point of being all secretive about everything yeah. when when everyone's yeah. just trying to boast anyway? In well, the for end, us, right? it's our governing bodies that, that 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 allow us to trade in real estate here in Alberta, right? Yeah. If we get if we get consent, that's more than doable, right? You just mm-hmm. have to get full consent, and it would be cool to have like an exciting or excited seller yeah. come on and talk about their experience. Maybe like a um, celebrity or something. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, somebody you know. <laughs> around here, I mean, YYC is it would probably be athletes, right? If you want to yeah. talk like celebrities around town, it would probably be like a, like that one just, of our players. Like that'd just be cool if you're like you say you can get someone from the Flames on, and yeah. they're trying to buy a home, and then it's like you know the the content is literally the process that that guy goes through and and then everyone gets to see like how how living large actually is <laughs> you know yeah, i don't true. know just just an idea i mean who knows but uh you 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 got me going on a question do you guys think rika do you think alberta's like real estate laws are are like overkill or do you guys think they're right right in the pocket or compared to a lot of other places we are called the wild wild west and some sort of things oh really um compared to even some some things in the States and then you know, BC and Ontario, there's a lot of stuff that we don't have to do that those provinces and States do. They have um, additional um, yeah. taxes, fees for each transaction yeah. that we don't have. Yeah. Uh-huh. So anytime you do a sale, you know, there's additional land transfer tax yeah. and stuff like that. There's, there's two or three additional um, hoops you have to jump through per transaction. Whereas here it's just between buyer and seller price, few conditions and, and that's it. I oh, I didn't I didn't know that. Like I mean, I'm a homeowner. Like I own a condo, but I, I yeah, I'm not like super. To be honest, even the process, you know, like my uh my uh my my mortgage specialist just kind of walked me through it. And in the end, yeah, like in the end, it was just me at the time being like, she's like, how much you make? And was like, okay, you know, like, is it above? Is it above sixty k? Whatever. And was like, yeah, it's like yeah, you you can buy a home. And then she just handled it from there, really. Mm-hmm. And then so like I mean I'm yeah I'm ashamed to say I'm not even that well versed in my own. <laughs> homes like finer details and stuff but obviously like w- like once i look at it in, in in some real time then i learn more but but i mean at the time no i, I just kind of like rolled with it right yeah because like as far as like inside north america alberta is probably one of the easiest like all of north america alberta is probably one of the easiest place places to trade in real estate just because how simple it is even in mexico you can't you can't digitally sign things Right, it's not it's not as simple as here. You need some really? more disclosures when it comes to BC yeah. or Ontario. Even right? Mexico, you can't digitally sign stuff. Not at all. It always be notarized with a lawyer or oh. like a notary, right? Same with Dominican. 
same within the domain. Is it because there's a lot of like law jobs out there because a lot of people like, like, yeah, it seems like Mexico and Dominican, like, like I, I was on a vacation, Shiraz, in, in uh, Dominican, like, a couple of years ago, and I saw, like, every third shop towards the downtown seemed like it was a law office, to be honest. Yeah, there is a lot of law offices there, for sure. But uh, I don't know if it's all just because of real estate, but there is a lot of real estate going on there, a lot of construction, new construction. Mm. But, um, yeah, definitely, like, going through it firsthand. I did have to go um, see the lawyer in person. I did have to sign things the old-fashioned way, ink to paper. Uh, there was no DocuSign. Is it is it easier to be a lawyer down there than over here? You know what I mean? That that I don't know. I'm not sure if it would be easier. Because um, you always see those uh, movies about like like these shysters that just do an online lawyer like course or whatever and now like better, better call Saul on Breaking Bad well, kind of thing and, yeah, yeah, yeah in Mexico yeah. In Zach you kind of look like a character from, like, <laughs> from, 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 from Better Call Saul <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad no, thing no it's a great thing it's a great thing I just love your face you seem like you seem like a character of Breaking Bad in Mexico that I've I've found with my own experience right we bought a property down in Mexico is that the lawyer was it was representing both sides of the party, right? That's weird. And he wasn't even helping mitigate the the problems that were like found within the deal. He was just letting the buyer and the seller kind of fight it out, right? Yeah, that's what I mean. Which, like, which was which was weird, right? Because right. here it's like like here um, they step in. Yeah. Here they would step in. Here they give you advice. But down there, maybe it was just my particular lawyer. I was going <laughs> to say, there's a difference between like law and like Mexico and Canada and like that one bad lawyer. Yeah, like I'm sure yeah, there's a lot of yeah. lawyers, in, lawyers, lawyers in Calgary. So. Well, as far as my dad taught me, he was like, find a lawyer with a strong name, right? <laughs> he had a strong name, but... <laughs> what was it? Nah, Val Val Velasquez or yeah. That's some... Ask me from now on. Don't ask your father. <laughs> that is not good advice. Just because he has a strong name does not mean he's a really good person. What was his name? Like, what was strong? Like, I'm just curious. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he probably yeah, won't dude. hear the podcast, but his name was uh, Carlos Monforte. Okay. Sounds, sounds cartelish. Yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, let's, let's blank that out. I just, I just think it's funny that you say Mexico basically has more laws, but it's more lawless over there in yeah. some ways due to, you know, like the black market and everything. Um, I don't know. That just seems ironic. But, uh, okay. But, guys, business is good in Alberta, right? Like right now? Business. Last, last two years. It's hot. Still, it's hot. Still in a strong seller's yeah. market. I'll give you an example. A balanced market here in Calgary is between 3,500 to 4,000 listings, and today we're at 2,400. Okay. So supply and demand Dic yeah, dictates, dictates whether we're in a buyer's market or, or a, a seller's, seller's market. market. Okay. And, and we've been in a seller's market for two years now. Okay. Yeah. And um, again, dumb, dumb question for me, like, which is more lucrative buying, help someone buy a home or sell a home? So it's the same. It's, on exact, it's exact same commission. Um, but it's, I wouldn't say lucrative is in, it's more about your marketing. Like, I mean, if you're representing a buyer, um, there's no sign on the, on the lawn that says, I just helped you buy this house. If you're selling a house, um, that's your free marketing. Like we were talking about earlier today, like the best real uh, marketing I've had as being a realtor has been from a sign on someone's lawn. And then someone in the neighborhood or the neighbor passes by and said, Oh, you're selling this house. Let's talk about pricing and stuff. But, mm. um, he's right. Obviously, um, commission wise, the buying side. Um, the set the seller pays both commission pays the selling agent the buying buying agent side um but in terms of i think it's i'd say for me i want to be more of a listing agent yeah um it's 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 
it's it's easier. Let's, let's be honest. You're not you're not running our showings. You do an appointment. You do a home evaluation. You get your sign on the lawn, and you wait for offers to come in. Um. So yeah, no. But I mean, as, as far as for the seller or the buyer of the actual property. Are you for now? Actually, yeah. Let's uh, let's pause for a second. Great. Um, so yeah, as far as like for the actual seller or the buyer, um, like the thing is, we've talked about this before. If you sell high, you buy high, right? And for a buyer, if yeah. you buy high. Like what? What is your saying, Shiraz? When it comes to like buying in the real estate market, it's 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 best time to buy was five years ago. Well, with not real estate, it's, it's, a lot of sayings, no so. matter no matter what the market is doing, like if you're interested in investing and in purchasing real estate, you buy real estate and wait. You don't wait to buy real estate. That's what it every is. day you're putting more into your pocket when you're an owner of any real estate anywhere, right? It's it's the most it's the safest investment. Talk to any successful person any successful um, entrepreneur, anyone, they'll have definitely a real estate portfolio and that'll probably be their biggest um, avenue for making their income. Um, this might be a bit of a, like, like tell me to shut up if you feel like I'm being a prick oh, or whatever. No, never. Okay, so uh, as an example, it's like, um, you, you ever been to a gym and the trainer's out of shape? Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? And you're kind of like thinking like, why is this guy giving the fitness advice? Right. Right. And then you've ever been to like a bank where, you know, this is the financial advisor, but he's more broke than you right. <laughs> kind of thing. Like that was one thing I always thought of when I was a kid where I was like, oh, the real estate people, they must all already own a bunch of homes. Right. Yep. Yeah. Like, but do you think that most realtors, like, do they even have as much real estate? Like, like most of them, like most do. And oh. for, yeah, most <laughs> do. Shaking Contradicting, his head. <laughs> no, but most do, right? Like uh, it's may not be the same for like a new agent one or two years in the game, but predominantly agents get in and are trading for themselves as well. Okay. My, my personal only like, reason to get in was to buy for myself. Right. Became an agent to represent myself. So maybe you're saying like the rookies don't have homes yet, but like, well, the, but like the, 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 the vets do. The reason that I said that the reason I was shaking my head now is because I think the failure rate for realtors is like 80%, 80% in the first year. 80% in the first two years. What, what, yeah. is, what does that mean by fail? Like they don't sell anything? No, like, they just they, quit no, the industry. They, 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 they okay. leave the industry. real estate because, and obviously all the factors, but you're not making enough money to pay the bills. Right. I mean, so, or it's too hard. So the reason ways, I but. said no, like if, if it's an established realtor that has his connections and has like, you know, has, has a proper income, sure, they're definitely investing in real estate. But mm. if, it's, if it's just the average realtor, I would say no. Because there is there is thousands. There's how many in Calgary? There's like seven thousand realtors almost, around, yeah. I think, and seven thousand realtors. Almost seven thousand realtors, and almost eighty percent of them are going to fail in the next two years. It, wasn't there a stat too that something like twenty percent of realtors make and ninety percent of the money, or something like that? Exactly. It's that ninety ten rule, 90, where 10. like ninety percent of the business is in ten percent of the hands, like. 10% of the agents, the top 10% yeah. usually do hold about 90% of the business. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Wow. So, so the 10%, sorry, the, like top, the top 10, 10 agents. 10. It's not like even how, top 10. We, we can say it that way. Let's say there's a hundred agents. The top 10 agents will have like, let's say there's 500 deals. They're going to have like, you know, 400, 400. some of those. Yeah. Oh, well, wow. and it, it is. Are, so you guys in that top 10? We're part of <laughs> like, the top five team in Alberta and yeah. top, top 10 team in Canada. So we do... Um, collectively within our team, we we do about a deal a day mm. in our team. So we are we are in that top ten percent yeah. as far as well, our team. Well, congrats, that's but yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah. But our but individually, everyone has like. There's been a month where I did five deals. There's been a month where I only did one. Yeah. So you can really look at it for the whole year and yeah. see how much you did. You can't really say like 
every month I do a certain amount. Just look at the whole year, see yeah. how many you did. Would you say being a realtor is like like volatile though? Like as far as like making money, like it's unpredictable. Yeah, it's it's self employment. The market's gonna dictate things, right? So, mm -hmm. hey, Hi. Queen Lane. How's it going? <laughs> good, good, good. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks. Oh yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Thank you so much. No worries. I'm good. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Sean, I wanted to ask a few questions yeah, about fire, your fire establishment way. here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, as a conversation, guys, we can. Yeah, talk just just generic. Um, you know, we we met Emma and Emma did artwork. Yeah, yeah, so Emma, how, yeah. how did you meet Emma and how did you decide yeah. with the style and the coloring that you've gone with in your establishment? Was it you? Was it a yeah. collective decision? So their base short version was, it was actually her Emma's partner. Her name's Jesse St. Clair. She's friends with chef. Uh, she did a portrait for chef like uh, years ago and, and then chef showed me the portrait. And then uh, I was like, wow, it's amazing. Can we, can I meet Emma, uh, Jesse St. Clair? And then we we did, and then she she showed us her work on her website's Instagram. So we hired her, but then she brought on Emma because her and Emma do a collaboration called Moonlight Collab. So then they collabed on that. So, but in a way, I would say Jesse still like spearheaded it, and then Emma like backed her up, if you will, like with the coloring stuff. But then the the graffiti's his name is JD, and literally we just googled like graffiti artist in Calgary, and he popped up. So his um his uh Instagram handle is called Bogue Artists, and and he actually did the uh graffiti on the big apartment building uh, up on for tenth and first, tenth and second over there. That's oh, him. Yeah. Is that like one of like the is that like the huge like one of the world's biggest uh murals? yeah he, he had yeah he was on a swing set going down. It's on his Instagram, and yeah. it's quite remarkable actually. So yeah, th they did that, and I can't recommend them enough. If everyone's ever looking for local work, they were amazing. As far as the room layout goes. Um, it's kind of funny. We just kind of winged it. If I have to be perfectly honest, like we just like, at first we knew we were thinking in our head, like, like what I thought of was, um, and, and the cast kind of thought the same thing. We thought of like, you know, in New York, if you're going on an alley, like we thought of like that, right. And then, then that's where there's a brick underlaying underneath the bar. There's the, um, hang lights. Um, and then the floor is just cement. Like, like we want that almost like block party graffiti look yeah, yeah industrial yeah. and also why we chose industrial is cheaper <laughs> it yeah. really is you know so and it's then, uh, it's it suits the area though yeah like this this mm. look suits like the area yeah yeah like, we thought so too yeah, we thought yeah. so too oh, it, yeah but, and i see you let your um, yeah so, your guests and your you know lo gonna, lo loyal customers just put their own handles everywhere <laughs> yeah, yeah that just naturally happened well mostly people were drunk on the opening weekend and drawing on the walls like children <laughs> literally by accident and then all of a sudden we're like actually that that's cool keep doing that but uh, i wouldn't read too closely into the wall because mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not like everyone keeps thinking oh it's cute and then as they look in half of them are like <laughs> like dick jokes and like yeah. phone numbers and yeah, like yeah, yeah. like boobs being drawn <laughs> um yeah because well, it just kind of shows what drunk people are thinking though like, i guess it's kind of cool i guess like, yeah just immaturity <laughs> I, I was i was thinking about that actually i was gonna ask you yeah no i was just saying like i was i was surprised that like that's allowed to like happen with like the lease and stuff. Like I didn't know like Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> we'll cut that part yeah. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know actually. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. just it just kinda happened. Well the, yeah. land, the landlord's been in a bunch. Didn't say anything. No, so as far as your lease goes, <laughs> um, Oh, do you want the mic for this or <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm just saying as far as commercial leases go, um, you are free to do that within yeah. these parameters inside where you're trading. Yeah. So that is uh, not going to be an issue for any landlord. Come time, let's say you move to a bigger location or you move to a different location, they may ask you to, you know, uh, fit the bill to cover that up. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, that should be fine. Just, just paint. Just painting, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll, yeah we'll do that. So I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah, we're here for a while, so it's going to be fine. I don't know, it's fun. Um, yeah, we do allow minors at this bar. Liquor license allows minors. Uh, we, we just like to keep minors out after 8 p.m. just because like, we're still finding our, our crowd. And yeah. it's just an assortment of people coming in here. But at, on the weekends at night, it definitely gets clubby in here. Like, like girls are dancing. There's like a lot of bar hopping. Cause you know, craft is there. Nationals here. Cowboys is there. Like we're literally in this L shape now yeah. right in the middle. So, so then, yes. And, and then, uh, by remember during the daytime, like my brother brought in his kids and they're all like under four. And he's like, Oh, look at the wall. Like uncle Sean built a bar. And he's like, Oh my, <laughs> he's like, yeah. let's not look at this anymore. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then I was, yeah. <laughs> My question is, uh, do you think you'd let us put our logo up? Because Shraz yeah. is a fantastic drawer. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We, we love to <laughs> Yeah, like let's just let's talk about that for a sec. Like Mr. Oh, Mr. You have a, are you actually like a talented artist? Like you can draw? Like, the guy has a lot of weird skills. That kind he's of good kind of, at basketball. No, he like, is. He's super he is. good at it's basketball. Cool. We all have hidden talents. It's yeah. not something I pursued ever in my life. But um yeah, when I when I've had time and I've tried. Um, I've been been able to draw like free well. freehand free or freehand free yeah. like what like comic book stuff or like um, do you have I, I used do you have to draw a lot of Dragon Ball Z stuff. Do you have the picture honest. on your phone? Fuck yeah, I love I I love yeah, that. I used to draw a lot of Dragon Ball Z stuff. Honestly, I I, I can not to not that I can actually draw a little bit too, but like um, yeah, but anyway, I wouldn't say super good but well actually actually i, I am what am i saying like i i can literally draw too what am i saying i'm an artist <laughs> i can actually yeah. what am I, why am i lying like I'm my first elite. my first dream when i was a kid was to be a comic book artist actually oh. and i yeah i actually drew a bunch of comics what am i saying like i love drawing i can draw too actually that's what i'm trying to say yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so i don't know it's have, cool. you put, have you put anything have no you put i should I was, I was thinking about going back to my parents house and grabbing I, I had a whole big art folder but i drew comic stuff like i even yeah. made like superheroes and uh yeah you should, yeah, throw. Like, you should throw something yeah up on your own wall. I, I go find Love it it's, it's deep in the old folks basement now hey. and uh i'm not sure i can i'm sure i can still draw it but i was really into it before actually the more i think about it but then i but then by the time i was 10 then i shifted to sports and then yeah yeah but uh were you drawing right as a child right till like because i remember that i just discovered i could do it wasn't Me like too. I, I never like had I, a class. I never no, had yeah, a never. course. My mom just one day was like, "Who like who bought this?" And then my dad was like, "Well, Sean drew that." And then she's like, "What do you mean he drew that?" And then and then for a second they thought I was a genius. And then <laughs> and then like, but then my grades showed I wasn't. <laughs> so, yeah. that's, the, that's the worst. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Yeah, yeah. He could draw, but he barely can read. You can take it till you make it. Yeah. But I mean, genius or not, it's like we're letting the system dictate whether you're a genius or not. There's artists that don't do well in reading, writing, or arithmetic, but they could very well be geniuses in other avenues. Like Rain Man. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Things like <laughs> that. So. Like Rain Man. Yeah. Uh, so how did you guys meet? How did like how are you? You guys obviously seem like boys as well. Like wouldn't like you guys be hanging out even if you didn't work together? Oh yeah, like, we're boys for yeah. sure. We're all boys. We, we met through real estate. I mean, obviously we all joined the same team. He was. Shiraz was the first one, or Seb, were you before Shiraz? Shiraz. Shiraz, and then Seb, and then I joined, I was the third to join. Mm -hmm. um, and then kind of like one of those things where like you just know who you're going to get along with. Like obviously I get along with everyone in the team, um, but we, we all, all three of us made an instant connection yeah. for sure. And um, I know we had a couple of beers at the start together, went out sometimes and, and became friends through that. And then 
um, obviously just business and friendship. And then also the YYC real estate show really brought us together. I mean, um, we do something that we're, we're all interested in and have a passion for every week and, and work. So yeah, I'm just proud. We've been, uh, we've been staying with it and we haven't yeah, missed a day. We haven't you know, no. even I've been out of country. He's been away. He's been away. We mm. still don't miss uh miss an episode. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause you guys actually like love what you do. Yeah, we do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do. Um, do you guys find that uh, this is something I find, uh, like this is something I've observed, but I don't know how accurate it is, but it seems like most realist realtors now, like, like the generation of realtors coming up, like in our age range, like, they were all the uh, the cool party guy that kind of like decided to grow up, if you will. That's the vibe <laughs> wow, I get. That was, that was spot on. Yeah, that was too accurate. Like, yeah, because yeah, I was like, because everyone's just everyone I know who was that guy who is now a realtor and like, but like they're like good at it, right? Because like they, because like like the whole thing is you know you're buying a house is a scary process, and then you, you have this you don't want that classic like. Um, realtor guy from you know the Simpsons like Gil who's like oh yeah, Gil yeah. needs to make that sale because he's like dirt broke all the time <laughs> like you know that guy or like or like the snippy Asian lady who's like you stay on the left like left left like left side of town that's yeah. fine <laughs> yeah, like yeah. like the new wave of realtors is all people we grew up with that were like fun social and like yeah. you just want to because you you almost just need a friend to hold your hand while you buy the house and like and then that's, that's like that's well, what yeah. I noticed most of the realtors well, I, are. I feel like I feel like to support that it's kind of like. Real estate isn't necessarily difficult. It's a simple process, right? But it isn't necessarily easy, right? It, it, it's straightforward. Yeah, There's like steps to it. But having someone that has confidence in what they're doing really just helps you uh, go through that simple process a lot easier. Well, it's it's honestly like I, like I could teach a monkey how to write a contract. Like it's not that yeah. hard. It's the connections though. Like it's like it's someone, first of all, getting someone to trust you, getting clients that you can, you know, repeat and want to use you again. I mean, I think like a big thing about like the like, popular cool kid in high school that's not a realtor is because like those kids could always talk. You have yeah. to be able to talk in real estate. Like you can't, you couldn't be the the quiet kid. I mean, and you go to someone else and do great at it, but you couldn't be a quiet person in real estate. You just can't. Mm -hmm. Very, it'd be very hard at least. You had to be yeah, very social yeah, and because because we're like I mean just like because the thing is like yes, doing deals is probably I would say even twenty percent of the actual work we do. Like the whole transaction, eighty percent or seventy percent is is us just trying to get clients. Yeah, I agree. Right, where it's like cold calls, door knocking, you know, yeah, like self marketing. When you say you're trying to, when you say you're trying to get clients, because it, it, it like sound it sounds like it's just sounds like such a major ass to try to convince someone to buy a house. You know what I mean? Like because it's it's like a super purchase. Yeah, you know? I, like, I wouldn't say it's like more of an ask. It's like you kind of got to go with the mentality that everybody maybe. Um, either, whether it's the next week or the next five years, we'll buy or sell a house. So, I mean, it's all for us, it's all about like making sure we have business um, in six months and a year. Like we don't go and, and cold call and door knock and, and do all that stuff for today. We do it first week and get our bills paid next year. Right. Like it's, it's like just, a never ending seed planting. Never. And, and we've yeah. all noticed that like, we talked about it as well. Like um, sometimes you get so wrapped up in like, let's say you have three deals going on, like three clients, like you get so wrapped up and you stop still getting new people, but then all those three close and you have nobody and then you're screwed. Yeah. So you got to always keep prospecting like all the time. Even when you're busy, you have to find a way to keep trying to get new people. So, uh, so sorry. Um, I know, uh, the, uh, the real estate, it, it absolutely requires a booming economy, right? Right. Well, like even if, in if, a bust economy, 
like Detroit, um, for instance, when they went through like, you know, their, their automobile industry, like kind of like not doing well. And like, that was like a centerpiece of their economy. Like I would imagine not much real estate activity would be it just happening. The prices right? just dropped drastically. Yeah. We had, we had a guest on yeah. uh, Tristan. Tristan Black is his name. He's an ex CFL champ. Mm. So we kind of, we do business with him at, as well over at Cash and Homes. He told us about his time in Detroit. And he said he had a teammate that was yeah. ahead of his time. No one on his team was thinking about investing, purchasing. Whereas this guy, he said, bought like five or six houses for about six thousand dollars each. Right. What am I saying? Yeah, you're right. If 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 a, if a economy is in the, in the fritz, but that city used to be a mega thriving city, there's lots of real estate and property. Like you might you don't have to live in the city. You can cruise over buy and buy hold. it and hold, buy and hold, and then yeah. eventually those rent same it ones we and... we looked at them live online when mm -hmm. we were talking with him. Mm -hmm. And he had the addresses remembered on a few of them, mm -hmm. and they were three hundred thousand US. He bought it for six thousand dollars. Oh my god, that's amazing! Yeah, the thing is, I think I think um, I read somewhere that uh, more millionaires and billionaires are made out of downtimes in the market than any other time, right? Buffett, Warren yeah. Buffett said that exactly. And the thing is, for the general public, it might not be as good when there is a downtime, but for those. Few well, you gotta, yeah, and you gotta have money to hold and wait. Like you yeah. can't, you can't put all your life savings into something crashing and you're screwed. But I mean, if you have the money to, to be able to wait and hold, then real estate is always a good time to buy, and the, and yeah. the market will always correct. Like yeah, maybe, maybe not. There, in the what, years, what, what do you mean by that? The market will always correct. I always so, hear that. Like, what do you mean? By here's that? the thing about the market, the market right? is that is that is that the market it has always gone up over, even even since we've been recording it 120 years, it's always gone up. There's always a dip. It corrects, it goes back up, and yeah. it goes even further it's up. It's like a jagged right? mountain. Like, is, it, is that a reflection of, like, you're talking about, like, society advancing? Like, it, it, society it, is it, advancing, it, it might do, go through a little war, but then it, it continues to progress. Exactly. Technology, it has to do with, whatever. like, uh, amount of population, right, and society advancing and, and, and density of population as well. Like, so many different factors, but it is a lot to do with the fact that, uh, yeah, there's it, just... It's economy-based. Yeah, it's economy-based. But based. so many factors affect the economy as well, so you can't really pinpoint a crash or... Um, or an upturn on on one event necessarily. I mean, there, there's some things like house like housing crisis in like 2008, and like I mean, COVID like did some of that too. Like mm. so, like there's so many factors that can go think, into that. I but. think if you went into like 2020 and you asked people, hey, like should you invest in real estate? Most people, most people will tell you the market's gonna crash. Most I I would I was kind of convinced that the market was gonna crash too in 2020 and 2019, right? Because the market was so down already. When you say crash, I mean a lot of people just can't afford homes and they have to walk away from their. I say a mortgages. significantly like a, a significant downturn in like, and not only the stock but like interest rates going like just just a bunch of different factors, right? But the thing is, it's so hard to predict. Like Zach said, that the interest rates went incredibly low, real estate skyrocketed, most businesses skyrocketed because of low interest rates, right? And even now. We haven't had this high of interest rates since a while. Yeah, hey, like maybe, so right now that I'll, that increase in the the interest, like the like the like Bank of Canada's primary like uh, interest rate, like right now is making Calgary way a super expensive city now, right, to live. So Yeah, you, know, like, you would you would say it's like, Oh my god, how would any like like oh house prices are crazy. People are buying like crazy. As in the rich people they who can afford the people who the people down. who can afford it have been buying. They, like I crazy. mean, they've slowed down a little bit month over month, but it's still like like it's it's unexpected, There's, right? Mostly with the interest rates. Is, is there a lot of uh? But is there a lot of corruption happening with that though? Because like you remember what happened with uh, 
in Vancouver wasn't a lot of like Chinese wealthy Chinese businessmen just buying out properties like on mass and, I, I and, don't it, know and if it distorted the economy because it was it wasn't a true reflection of people trying to buy homes I don't know to live if it's in like and rent it out like there's corruption like, as much as like both people in Vancouver or Ontario can't afford to live in there anymore mm-hmm. so they're moving to the next place with a great opportunity which is Calgary yeah right so that we have we've had so many people migrating from vancouver ontario and some mm-hmm. other places in canada to calgary because there's just so much job opportunity here and and it calgary is like i think calgary is still in for more more booming as much so, as aren't, aren't we but we're our, our primary industry the energy industry is 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 still in this weird like shackled state right like because you know like it, what, it you know, is it is but but Nevertheless, it is still much more affordable than those other major cities in Canada. Right, right, right. Mm. Well, we are a direct correlation to our oil and gas sector. Yeah. Yeah. When the oil and gas sector booms, it takes about six months for that to reflect into real estate. Mm. And you do see you do see an uptick, of course, in real estate. Mm-hmm. With that, I mean, we were all expecting it for the last five, six years. We got the yes three, four times on the Keystone Pipeline, which is really going to help Alberta. Yeah. Kept getting kiboshed. Like, you know, yeah. they kept getting stopped. Changes in in political powers would put a halt on those things. So mm-hmm. hopefully with the next elections coming, maybe there's some some light at the end of the tunnel for, for our energy sector. Right, I right. Because um, it's going to yeah. help everything, not just, not just real estate, but many jobs will be created. Um, and everyone will be a lot happier. Hopefully, gas prices go down at the pump too, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, sweet. Um, so right now, like, what's the well, what's next for like what's the mega and end goal for you three right now? Like, just grow, like grow, become more like growing to social media side as well as like selling homes and things like that. Or like- yeah, well, our our job full time is being real estate agents. Mm-hmm. Um, we're enjoying doing the podcast and hoping that in the future it grows to where we can have something like you mentioned that would be really great to mm-hmm. have the um, the authority signed off by a seller to come sit and on a show and talk about the entire process or mm-hmm. perhaps even get both sides to agree and we can do a live like um, negotiating or something that might be really rare but mm-hmm. if both sides agree we can make it happen so for the foreseeable future keep selling real estate enjoy what we're doing once a week and hopefully that grows to where we can reach audiences and they then reach out to us Mm-hmm. Um, as their go-to for any real estate questions, which hopefully will then in turn lead yeah. to business for us. Sweet. But like pers- personally, I'd say, I mean, like I want to be a real estate investor. I think that's all of our goals. I mean, you already are. I know that. Um, and there's there's so much more that we can we can do um, solo and together uh, for sure. But obviously, I want to get to the point where um, I have properties around the world. Like that's my goal. I mean, if I was to say someone, my end goal in this game would be I have a house and in a lot of countries and then the cash flow through those houses and I have the opportunity to vacation, you know, when I want, like we all want to have that retirement life and have fun and be able to travel and um, kind of give back with your family as well. So yeah. Like your guys' lifestyle, you're as busy as you want to be basically. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You, you, you get out what you put in, um, right. but less, I, I say, like, I mean, you could put in, I mean, 12 hours a day for six months and you might not get a thing. Um, mm. But I mean, consistency and i'm a big believer in like manifestation as well like i think it would it oh, would definitely. come yeah, me too. And, and yeah and, and the hard work this is absolutely yeah it, with it, law of attraction it the controls way. everything and i mean it's weird though like there's um sometimes you won't be busy on like a weekday and then your whole weekend will be like packed like friday to sunday you'll just be absolutely drained but that's because people that are buying houses they work their nine to five 
and then they have their family time with the kids during the week and then their time to go see houses is on the weekend which is fine so we kind of work around people's schedule obviously we kind of try to um uh, set boundaries i mean obviously you do want to do your client like if i have a sunday family dinner i don't see my family then in a couple weeks or whatever or months then i'm, I'm going to say you know what from sunday at four to seven like i'm not available um but obviously at the start we all want to make make times work for our, for our clients so mm-hmm. yeah sweet tell us about um oh did you grab the mic <laughs> uh you were mentioning you know you're big on a manifestation law of attraction oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I only recently started kind of not giving in but kind of believing believing in that and actually trying it i kind of shied away from I, from that thinking or even trying to write things down create what's called yeah, a dream you were, board you were ta- yeah you yeah, were telling so, me these guys made didn't you guys make them do a dream board our yeah, team, our yeah, team. Yeah, everyone yeah. had to yeah, yeah. yeah. well i know it because like i mean i'm like i'm like you sure i was like when i first heard about it i'm like that's that thing that was on oprah and like you know and then that that movie where you guys ever seen the secret obviously i've seen the secret right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then like i remember being like this is this is pretty lame and cheesy man like it's like it's it, you know it's i mean it's it, to me i thought it was something like creating magic or whatever right and but i ultimately i don't know what you guys are but like i do believe in god i i, I i'm not an atheist i do believe that there's a higher power there's a reason why the mushroom is there too because like i've, I've dabbled in psychedelics um you guys ever hear of the hero dose no, it's no. seven grams of mushrooms so terence mckenna invented it um why seven I don't know. I guess you could push it to eight, but anything past five is already a lot. Yeah. But I remember seven is the the dose, but uh, I remember I did it twice and it was like a very profound experience, especially at the time I was uh, looking into a lot of like spirituality stuff, not necessarily religion, just because I, I hit a, like everyone, you hit a existential crisis from time. You're kind of like, what is this? Like, like, what is this? <laughs> like, yeah. what is like, like, what am I? Like, 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 why does this matter? Why do I care? Like, like, how do I come here? Like, why, why the why is like, and then, and then your head literally is about to explode. And then I remember, um, but with the mushrooms, I saw there was it like, it like, like we're all definitely one thing, whatever you want to call that. And that thing, you know, some people call it God, but anyway, to go back to the law of attraction, it was after that psychedelic experience, almost like 10 years ago, maybe more that I was like, you know what, I'm going to get this voo shit like a try. And then, um, I remember just sitting there actually like, really picturing like myself as an entrepreneur like picturing it like and then feeling it like and i started at like behaving not like i'm acting but being like it already happened and then like reality caught up to the the thing now my friends all said no that's not law of attraction you just dialed in what you're focused on that's all you did and i'm like okay whatever you want to call that you want to call whatever whatever it is that system now is literally what i use to get anything done like so you know and and, but the main key is I've, i've learned to it, 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 you're not going to get it exactly the way you picture, but it'll be ballpark yeah. in the range. It'll be satisfying. It'll be like what you, but the other thing is you got to work hard. Like, like it, again, even if it's just your mind focusing in on what you need to do, then you got to do it. Yeah, you still got to take action. <laughs> yeah. The action is the hardest. Sit and bend, think, think away some, some money yeah. and some opportunity. But even like, um, I remember like when I was single, like I remember I'd be like, uh, you know, like, oh, I want to meet a girl tonight. And then like, and then I remember being like picturing, like just picturing going to like a party or something. And then next thing you know, literally someone calls me and I'm at a party and then like, and I'm seeing all these girls, but then I'm like, oh fuck, like what do I do now? <laughs> kind of thing. Like I did nothing about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I was like, oh, okay. And I went home and I was like, I was like, okay, well next step two next time I'll go talk to them and like make something happen or whatever. Right. Yeah. You know? So like the, the action part is where 
everyone who says it doesn't work is like, it's cause they're not, when you look at it more, they, they don't, they're not the moment presented itself and then they didn't do anything. <laughs> they yeah, were yeah. like, they just, they just didn't do anything. They just went, Oh, okay. Oh, cool. You know, like that's when it fails. Like, shoot or shoot. We talked about last time sending you that meme that thing on text the other day, shoot or shoot. You got to go take your shot with anything in life, girls yeah. or business or all the stuff that's <laughs> scary that you don't want to face. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, uh, but I mean, but that's not like the main, whatever you call it, like law, if you will, for yeah, life, yeah. like, like, like life's full of, like, I'm, I'm trying to discover now all these little, um, what do you call it? Uh, whatever, like these laws, if you will, like, like they're, they're everywhere. You just got to like discover it. Cause also I've noticed it's very easy to have a bad day and then it compounds fast too, because oh, yeah. that's actually law of attraction. Again, now you're thinking negative and the negative thing's showing, and then you're taking action into the negative. And that one I haven't been able to fully shake because there's so many days here where, I don't know, like, it, like it's a slow lunch rush and then you get, you get demoralized. You're like, man, like, you know, because now you're thinking of all that food you ordered and chef has to try to make specials out of that, which is fine, which, which we do have amazing specials, guys. But, like, yeah. but oftentimes, you know, like, for instance, like a bunch of food got, had to get thrown out. And then like that kills me, not just money-wise, just seeing that waste. And then, yeah. then all of a sudden you're in a funk. The next, you know, like your podcast guest cancels. Then you think you start overthinking it. Like, oh, was it because you didn't like the content? Then, then yeah. it snow. And the next, you know, like you you hit a hole for two yeah. days straight. When, until it, you, when it rains, it pours. For yeah, sure. it right. Usually comes all at once. Right, but the but same thing when you get a positive momentum, then it also goes. But 100%. so so like so I'm noticing like they should call it because they make law of attraction sound like this guaranteed positive outcome when really it's no. it's it's a constant control of your emotions really. Yeah. And uh, in in your opinion, uh, for the law of attraction. I feel like I feel like a lot of people want instant gratification when it comes to those kind of things, right? Like if someone is wanting to practice the, that like law of attraction, you know, kind of thinking about what they want and trying to manifest it uh, per se. It's a long play for sure, um, depending on what it, you want. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, want. what does that like long play in, in in what sense, right? Like you just kind of like you keep on trying to think about it till it happens, kind so, of thing. Or so I have a system actually. Yeah. so it's on my phone. I write down what i'm making myself have you guys heard of jocko willink by the way yeah 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 yeah. you've heard jocko willink you've heard jocko willink that guy's the man that guy's my hero he's the background of my computer but uh, uh i'll show you guys after jocko has this quick five minute video called mind control so long story short he he's a jocko's an ex-navy seal and not only is he a navy seal he's the navy seal like he was chris kyle's commander the guy from american sniper oh, like wow. yeah he's medaled like he's 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 like everyone he's the in the, he's the man. Everyone in the military talks about him. He's a legend. He's almost like a ghost of a boogeyman legend. Cause he's also Brazilian Jiu Jitsu black belt. He's a net pro surfer. Um, he's built like a brick house. He's yeah. jacked. Um, the guy is also a family man with like four kids, three daughters of all things, even though he's a manly as fuck. Yeah. Um, like <laughs> well-spoken his podcast, the Jocko podcast. I would highly recommend you guys listen to it. His book is called extreme ownership. It's all about leadership. He gets hired to be a leader, to show people how to be wow. a leader. He's like on Joe Rogan's podcast all the time. Like anyway, Jocko's the man, and even his videos. When you look him in the eye, you get scared because he's so dialed is that in. The, is that the black dude? No, he, no. He, he's he's uh, he's Goggins. Like, oh, he's kind of like a Goggins, but I would say Goggins. Okay. Goggins is I love Goggins by the way, but Jocko's actually a jujitsu like high level jujitsu black belt. Yeah, so like, like he, see, he, he can he can fight. Fuck you up. Yeah. Oh, he's he trained uh, Tito Ortiz. He trained all these guys. He was oh, he was okay, in his yeah. corner. People didn't know, but but he was low key because for the longest time he was told do not go on the internet after he retired because he's like navy seals do not do that we don't we don't we're not flashy people but jocko I, he he realized he has a message to send out but anyway he has a video he called mind control and 
when he talks about mind control short version is that you're not trying to control other people's mind you control your mind so like so he said like how do you be tougher he's like you be tougher like how do you how do you not sleep in you don't sleep in <laughs> it's like how do you how do you all oh, not skip a workout don't skip a workout. Like, like, like my dad. Like you just might you just do it, right? It's that willpower thing. And then so then I started using Jocko Mind Control, but towards my manifestation. Like I write down like today, yeah. literally, whenever you're thinking, whenever you notice yourself drifting, what you're gonna think about is your bar. And yeah, you're gonna yeah. literally say in your head, like, my bar is super successful, my podcast is super successful, like I am jacked, like I am awesome. And then like, and you take action, right? Like, and yep. so then all of a sudden, someone will be talking, I might think about like, oh, basketball all of a sudden, or like a TikTok meme. But then all of a sudden I'm like, I catch myself, I go back to, my bar is awesome. <laughs> it's like, it's like yep. I repeat it over and over and I'm picturing it too. And I walk like around, like I feel like it. Like, like so, so that's the system I use anyway. And it's worked. I mean, all of this is a result of that for me anyway, even like staying in shape and whatever. Like, you know, but, but, uh, but like Zach, I have to mention, like I have bad days too where I get this hole and then I forget about Jocko mind control and I don't forget, I forget to check my phone because my phone is like two meters away or whatever. Then all of a sudden the, it, it, it compounds it's a spiral. to spirals in the exact opposite direction. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like it, it is hard. It is hard. It takes discipline. And, um, I don't know. Sometimes I'm almost like, maybe I should write it like a tattoo it on my forearm. Yeah. So that like, it's a constant, like, Oh, like, you know, like maybe, I don't know. But Sebastian, does that kind of answer your question to what I think anyway about that? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Just because, like, sometimes you hear, like, the manifestation thing. And it's so unspecific, you know? Like, it's just vague. Well, why don't you try Manifest it? it? Like, right? why don't you try it? Like, next time, uh, I'm, I'm being serious. Like, as in, as an example, say you're in a parking lot. Uh, try to find a busy parking lot intentionally. I don't know. And then, like, just be like, I will find a parking spot. And, like, and, like, and, like picture it and then believe it. Like, they, that was in the secret, by the way. And yeah. like, I, like weirdly enough, it works for me. <laughs> like, you know, cool. you know what I found has worked for me in the last, like, uh, like since I've joined the team at least, is uh, I don't know, um, the ability to uncomplicate things as well, right? Like, yes. where, where you just simplify things, yes. and then take a lot of action on them, I and agree. that and that could be that could be like a a way of like you know, manifesting My where it's just like I just want this one thing. Yeah. I want these two things. It's easier to think about. It's yeah. easier to keep well, on the top you, of mind. Why right? don't you give us a specific example if you can? Like, um, like what, what's, what's something you're kind of doubting the manifestation process? When I first joined the team, I was like, I would, I, I hated making calls, like cold calls, right? Like it was just nerve wracking. I, I, I just liked it a, a yeah, ton. You were terrible. I was so <laughs> <For> bad. <sure. laughs> so bad. <laughs> Honestly, I was so bad, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's all I wanted. I wanted just to get past that barrier of like just picking up the phone and, and calling. And and thanks to Shiraz, I would say and Zach and, and Zach, they they forced me to do it, and I got past that just because I had the one focus of of getting past that one barrier yeah. of what's like it's like you're not you're not bothering people, yeah, you're just offering something, yeah, no, I agree, and, and that, that's okay. Yeah. They're they're not gonna hate you forever. It no. just is what it is. So, so yeah, I'm trying to think like how did that fit into manifesting? It just seems like more like you overcame a fear, which again I'm saying. Well, no, because it, like it was a, it was a one thing in my mind, right? Like, right. That's that's kind of like I wanted to get over that. Okay. Right. So in some senses, I wasn't intentionally like I want to manifest. I wasn't saying this was I want to manifest it. I was just saying this is an obstacle I want to overcome. Yeah. And I felt like I overcame it. Yeah. Through well, a then, simple yeah. focus of just this one thing. Like getting like, yelled at by me. Yeah. <laughs> Shraz would yell at me a lot. And chirping. Yeah. Hard, like, and not saying anything different than what you've mentioned about this mm. guy, where he's like, "Oh, I'm, 
I don't want to make calls. I'm not good at it. Make more calls. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually it right that's there. It. Yeah. That's it's it. Like, hard. that's my control, right? You're like, you're, you're like afraid to do it and then you just do it. But yeah. I mean, again, it's, I mean, where I would fail with Jocko, my control would be like, like, I'm not gonna lie. I have a fear of heights. So like, I remember like, at the, well, the old Lindsay park, the MNP center, remember that top diving board? I, I pushed out. I couldn't do it. Like I remember when I was like uh, 11, like my brother did it. And then I walked all the way up and I was like, and I couldn't, it was like, I just couldn't jump. I couldn't do it. And I remember being like, oh, and then like yeah. it ate at me like forever. Um, and then I still haven't done it. Actually, so, I was gonna say, no. did you go back and conquer no, well, that? No, but like, like, but like, I didn't try to. But I guess maybe today, if, if that's like the experiment, because uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not perfect. I mean, I just, I just know that one gets me. Like, to, like an all-encompassing physical, like pausing, because my brain just cannot picture the success. Oh, that's the main thing. You have to believe it. Like, that's the key word. Like, believe. Like they, some people are like, is it a chicken or the egg? Do you do the work first or you believe? No, no, it always starts with a belief. Like the belief has to come first from nothing. Like, like before I even knew how to get a business loan, uh, how to find a commercial realtor, how to like look for a spot, how to understand where square footage was. Before I even knew all that, I just believed I'm gonna have my own business. Like that, like that's the first step. But, yeah. but with the the diving board thing, like I don't believe I can make that jump. I really don't because my brain keeps thinking like I'm gonna overturn, I'm gonna splash my face in, I'm gonna be blind in one eye. I literally thinks that. That's how like I'm like, and I can't shake that for something with really the heights. I don't know what it is. So I'm just like, like I can't. So like, so that's where I'm like, if in theory, if I can drop my control that, then I then what's like the sky's the limit, I guess, right? Yeah. But I can't. I know today I can't do. I literally, I literally don't believe I can make that jump without fucking up my face. <laughs> yeah. So, but why have you guys made you know you know the diving board? Oh right? yeah. Oh, you guys all jumped that's it, where didn't we you? Go, yeah. That's oh, oh really? Yeah. Are you guys, you guys all jumped that? I've done that. Yeah. Oh man. Easy, so yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it wasn't easy. But I can yeah, no. tell you it was easy. No one got hurt. No one overturned. You know what I mean? No. no. When you when you first do it, and I was a lot younger when I first did it there, um, we were all doing it for the first time, my friends and I. So we did it the easy way, which is you jump and it's it's straight, your feet first, right? Yeah. After we got comfortable and it wasn't that bad, and we were all having a good time. Now that's when we started. Yeah, like I've up. never dived. I ain't diving off that e shit. But like I've I've pencil I've penciled. Pencil, yeah. Hold, hold on, I I got one more detail. Like th this is one funny thing. I I could do a backflip off the medium board. So like I'm not that afraid of heights in that. But I can't. I just can't make the leap off the top one. For whatever that extra five meters, it fucks me here. Like I don't know what it is. But I can actually do a backflip off the medium one. And I can do a front flip off like the the low one. So like it's not an athletic. It's like we need to it's tell just weird. you what you're. It's a, it's your a mind block. Saying. It's a yeah, mind block. Should, yeah, it's a mind block. Just I don't know. Jump. <laughs> yeah, but like again, anyway, like my brain is just convinced this is how I will be. Even if I try to do the feet, it'll be like. Bleh, bleh. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. So and I don't know, man. Powerful. Like. Uh, so we all have. That's what you're I telling have, yourself. That's yeah, what's gonna happen. It's funny. Like I've I've yeah. always had that because I played a lot of sports and hockey, and like I always had that with box jumps. Like jumping onto a box. Yeah, yeah. Like I was always afraid I was gonna like clip it and like smash my face. But like I finally got over it. And it took like I was like terrified to do it. Yeah, it's not, it's not a height. It's just jumping onto a box. But like I always, I saw people you know fall off or hit their hit their face and like. But then you know what's ironic about the whole fear thing too is like, like 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 I've done martial arts for years and I was I'm not afraid to fight and spar. Like that's something I have no fear of. Like it's like I just do it. It's because you're, you're comfortable with it, though. Like, I'm not. Like, yeah. It, well, I also believe that I'm. I'm thinking. I'm more. I'm more dialed in on how, like I want to punch a guy in the face. Like like I'm. Yeah. I'm looking for that. Like like you know. Like I'm. I'm excited for it. Right. And that's also against but, somebody. Like like you in the water. Like it's just like you in the water. It's no more the height. It's, it's the about, height. It's about yourself. You're, yeah. You're fighting your own mind. So yeah, and like so, and that's where 
in very real time, you're seeing the law of attraction like happen in the negative way. I'm saying I can't. I picture I can't, and then I can't. Yeah, yeah. And I take the action of I can't. Yeah, right? yeah. I don't know. No, sure. Zach, you're going to Montana. I am. I uh, for, for pleasure or work? No, I signed with the University of Providence, called in Montana to play hockey there. Oh, so nice! I'm playing on, on the university hockey team there. I'm taking business. Okay, sweet. Um, so obviously, we talked about it on our show a couple of times, but I'm continuing doing real estate in terms of um, keeping up with the market, keeping clients, doing my referrals. Um, uh, like I, for the Calgary market, for the Calgary out, market, out of yeah, Montana. Yeah, yeah. Why don't yeah, you do the Montana market? Because I have to get all your licenses. Whole other licensing, oh, okay. whole other school. I'm already be so busy with the actual school, so. Um, but then obviously when I come back every April, I'll be doing real estate as a career. And, and in my mind, um, business is only going to help. Are you in um, a first year at the, at the university? My first year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How, how old are you? Uh, I just turned 22. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I, I played my years as a junior. Um, kind of like it's, it's pretty popular in hockey. You don't usually go after high school. You go play years as a junior. So I just aged out of my junior year, 21 last year. Mm. Um, and I was kind of done with hockey. Well, I wasn't done with it in my mind, but I didn't really have any offers. Um, then I got a good offer to go, so I leave to that tomorrow. So your so your hockey is primarily the vehicle you're using to get the education down there. Oh, 100 percent. Right, because like at this would, point, you're not trying to make the NHL. No, like, 100 percent. Like, yeah, he is. Well, <laughs> no, I, like I mean, the, the goal would be to go to Europe, like to go make some money in Europe. Did they make good money in Europe? By the way, I have a girl, I, like a girl I know, is, she it, officially is dating a pro hockey player they, in Germany. Like, do they make? How, it's how um, it it depends on what league, what team, what country. It's more about your life is paid for like you get a yes, house I heard that. you get a car you get food like you have no expenses so in terms of how much money you make i mean you make like a hundred grand but like you also have no bills yeah so hundred grand canadian and no bills to play hockey i mean that's it's, pretty it's, sweet, a pretty, it's a pretty good lifestyle so that'd be the goal but i, I try not to look too far ahead i'm focused on this year doing well like i have i have hockey goals and i need to surpass that i'm, I'm going to um too yeah. so sweet awesome yeah. man yeah, and that that that's in two weeks. You said? No, I leave tomorrow morning. Oh shit! Are yeah. you guys sad or? Oh right, that's why you guys went golfing today. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. going away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> yeah we're so sad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys both didn't care. Pushing me out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, yeah, he's we're, only four hours away. Yeah, and then, yeah, he'll be back from time to time. We'll, we'll miss him. Yeah, but we'll hold down the fort while he's gone and yeah, yeah. keep on growing what we have going on here. And, uh, and we're we'll excited for him. Business. We're gonna be handling all of his. Uh, his mm -hmm. clientele base um, mm -hmm. on his behalf while he's away. Um, uh, just winding down, Shrasuri. So you're right now doing a bunch of stuff in Dominican right now. Yeah, I saw a bit of your. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I went on the YouTube page. The first thing I did was I went to the shorts, and then I, I, my, my mind just drew to you talking about like going to Pakistan or, or India or whatever, and then oh, like that was uh, the, the yeah yeah the yeah, recent then, one yeah, yeah. And, then, and then like you said like you you opened the the airplane, airplane door yeah, and like and that waft of uh it of, hit uh, everything yeah. hit me the humidity all at once I had to gasp. For a breath of air, yeah, yeah. So it was a huge culture shock. Yeah, like um, Russell Peters had a had a had a bit that was like explaining almost that exact thing, and then when you described it, I was like, it just made me think of that bit yeah. because yeah, like I he know was, the he, bit, the Russell yeah, Peters, yeah, right? yeah. But he, he makes a joke about it, like all yeah. your senses are attacked, right? Yeah, he's like, you know, there's animals, there's this, there's food, there's every smell, every sound, you know, is you get hit right away. Yeah, but, it's just it's just like. Just, just like it's just go, 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 right? Yeah. Like, bam, bam, like lights, like everything. Yeah, yeah lights, sounds. Uh, Vietnam was like that too. I, I had a vacation there right before the pandemic. Uh, yeah, that was a that was pretty crazy too. And then I've been to Hong Kong, obviously. Like, yeah, we uh, when you, when you think about like Calgary compared to these other places, like it, like you said it in that short, like it is a done the world. Yeah, you know, sometimes I'm like, forget learning, forget getting on a spaceship and seeing aliens. Just go to another. 
country that has a completely different way of doing things. Yeah. Like, yeah. Complete total shock. Yeah, it's a big different world. You know it. Yeah. Going to China, going to Vietnam. Yeah, yeah it was definitely crazy. Um, like just it just sets such a perspective because so many rules over there makes our rules here seem silly. Oh yeah. You know, because over over there you have a family all on one moped carrying a baby and no one's wearing a helmet yeah you and see that's that in normal. the dominican too yeah and yeah. then over here that'd be jail time kid is taken by child services like, yeah. you know and, you know one thing i always wondered about here um we're like statistically like the worst drivers and we have the biggest roads and we Are shouldn't we? have accidents but we have a lot of accidents we have a lot of traffic jams and we shouldn't you go to these european countries that have so much traffic at all times but it's always constantly moving yeah and they have minimal accidents that's true so um what that i want to say true. about here what i don't understand is we have all these rules and laws with distracted driving your phone you know all this kind of stuff and yet you can have two dogs sitting on your lap in between you and the steering wheel and that's not a problem yeah exactly like, explain that one to me like how right. is that not distracted driving you and, know? but you but you kind of answered the question there like because like over in vietnam when they packed them in, or or india like when so many people are are forced to like uh, uh, like drive alongside each other in a super populated condensed area. It's like, it's like you just develop the habits and the, and the senses to not get in accidents or, or yeah. I suppose. Right. Um, yeah. Cause it amazes me how they're so organized. I'm like, how's no one running into it's each organized other? Chaos it's organized chaos. Organized chaos. Um, I almost ruined it though. Cause like I, I got on one of those bikes and my timing was just off and I like almost hit this old lady. <laughs> like, yeah. And then, and then it almost dominoed this whole thing. And, it was but like, tourist. Yeah, quite yeah. literally. They're like, what? Oh, <laughs> you know? a tourist. Yeah, but I'm like, I look like one of you. How can I be a tourist? Like, we know you're not from here. Like, <laughs> no, God, they God, know. God, and it. this is one of the only places where pedestrians have the right of the way. Like, you Which know, is a joke. The roads Which are is... built for automobiles. How do pedestrians have the right of way? You know? Anywhere else you go, um, the car, has the, right the car has the right of way. It is. Uh, I agree. <laughs> uh, Sebastian, do you have anything uh, coming down the pipe or anything like that? I prefer like, like uh, uh, well, just because right now, like uh, Zaxxon in Montana, uh, Shiraz has some uh, things going on in Dominican here, or just holding down the fort and growing your growing the growing the business over in Calgary. Um, coming on the paper, I would say, uh, yeah, I got a couple of listings coming up. Um, yeah, uh, Cochrane, and we got a, a rental in Mexico coming up soon here too. So that's gonna be good. And uh, now just keeping busy, getting back to it. Um, just finished our last flip. And um, that was more time-consuming than I wanted it to be. Mm. So jumping back into being a full-time realtor, and it's uh, it's it's great. I'm very excited for what the future holds. You're a lot less stressed since your yes. flip, so that's good. Yes, <laughs> you're uh, stressing yeah. me, and I'll stress you. Mm -hmm. Yes, um, yeah, guys, I'm, I'm gonna put all of uh, YYC Real Estate Show uh, information in the show notes, and uh, d uh, yeah, maybe you guys have Instagrams or anything. You guys want me to throw throw on there? I definitely can. Yeah, that'd be awesome. yeah, yeah, we'll put all that in the show notes. And um, yeah, thanks guys for coming down and um, watch the YYC Real Estate Show. And from what I understand, uh, they might be filming out of here from time to time. So, yes. so uh, yeah, thank so, you for having us. Really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thank no, you. thanks appreciate guys. All of us. Sweet. Awesome. Okay, guys, all right, have thanks, a good so. one. Bye. Take care.